Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Code. We are talking Hawkeye episode four. Once again, this is our weekly reviews. And once again, we got a completely different crew. <laughs> so my name is Phoenix Cloudon. I am back to talk Hawkeye and I am joined this week by our man, Zach Sneath. Zach, how are you, sir? Hey, man, doing good. Uh, really excited to get to be able to talk about Hawkeye. Uh, I know there's so much to say, but... Uh, just excited to get to talk about it and uh, yeah, ready to dive into it. But how are you doing, Phoenix? I'm good and freezing. It is really winter right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. I've had to turn the heat on and then I go back and turn it automatically off. So yeah, <laughs> the back yeah. and forth. The back and forth. And now it's taking forever to actually heat up. So I'm so excited. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get into uh Hawkeye. This is a fourth episode that dropped. You and I were both not on uh, last week's episode, episode three. Yeah. Uh, real quick, you know, before we go into episode four, I would love to know your thoughts on the previous episode and what what took place in there that uh, that you have any thoughts on. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a really great episode. The action scene in that episode was pretty cool getting to see you know, Hawkeye and Kate get to work together. I thought that was really awesome. I really love the scene where they're on the train and talking. Um, I know Nathan and Nick kind of touched on that previously. Like that was that was hilarious. Um, I, I loved it. It was it was a really great episode overall. Um, I liked how they ended it. The ending was perfect. Great cliffhanger. Um, and kind of leaves you with some questions. But I, I thought overall it was a great episode. Then the heartfelt moments too. Um, you know, with him and uh, his son on the phone. I, I thought those were great. I mean, it was, it, overall, it was a great episode. I, I loved it, personally. Yeah, um, I'm of the mindset that the episode three really turned the show around for, for me. Like, the first, oh, yeah. two, first two episodes were fine, um, just building everything up, but it was just sort of slow and dragging, and we were spending a lot of time with a character that we weren't terribly familiar with. Um, so episode three really kind of put us in a, in a much better place because, you know what I'm saying, we got more of Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. Uh, the action was fantastic. The car chase scene was awesome. The scene on the bridge was hilarious. It was great uh, with the Pym arrow. That was awesome. And, uh, and yeah, the scene on the train that you're talking about, I thought was absolutely hilarious. Uh, so overall, I was really impressed with episode three impressed enough that I was way more excited for episode four than I've been for any of the other three. <laughs> so that's how good episode three was. It put me in a good mood to be like, ooh, Wednesday's coming up. Gotta watch Hawkeye. So uh, that being said, overall impressions, what did you think of episode four? Overall impressions? Yeah. Overall impressions? Um... I would say it was a it was a really great episode for me. I really liked some of the uh, things that they did, especially towards the end with it's kind of like, okay, we already know what's about to happen here, but <laughs> I like that they kept it a secret for a second as if we didn't know. So um, I thought it was a really great episode though. And I think that I, sorry, one last thing, I think that they, did a really good job of building that relationship between Clint and Kate even more. Mm, 100% agree with that. Um, I'll actually take it a step further. 
this is my favorite episode so far. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, first off, uh, to your last point, uh, the relationship between Clint and Kate, I mean, just got so much better in this episode. It just like their bond became a lot stronger. You realized exactly, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they got to some deeper emotional levels. It was just really, really cool. Like their conversations were really amazing. Love that she figured out a key thing about him. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, and yeah, that they were just being able to talk and everything. I, I just thought it was a great episode and I thought they did well as partners <laughs> for this episode um yeah it, it was just a great time uh and i love the ending i did love i love loved the ending like to the point where when it went off i was like no don't let it end like like please don't let it end and that was the end but i loved it i i really enjoyed this episode so so far this one is my favorite yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. It was, it was really well done. So, all right. So we're gonna, we're gonna dive a little deeper. Let's talk some uh, spoilers, some specific scenes. If you have not seen episode four of Hawkeye, please go ahead and watch it. Uh, we encourage you to watch it. If you listen to this episode, you obviously want to watch it um, and check it out and then come back and, and join us for our, our spoilers from now on. All right. So I guess we can start with the end, right? <laughs> yeah, let's start there. That was great. I think we can start with the end, which uh, was the reveal ultimately of Yelena. Uh, I guess we can't call her Romanoff. Yelena Romanoff. Belo it's Yelena Belova. Belova. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Yelena Belova. The reveal of Yelena as the Black Widow agent finally coming into Hawkeye. And uh, to, you know, to fulfill her mission, which she believes is, you know, to get revenge on the man who killed her, her sister. She's given some very faulty information, but what an entrance. <laughs> like, what an entrance. It was so cool the way they played it up. And the fight scene between all four of them, between Yelena and Hawkeye and Kate and Echo. I mean, it was just sweet. Like, it, was, it, was yeah. just, it was just really sweet. So, like, in terms of action, I just I just dug it. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it it was really great. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, they're like, because, you know, I mean, you know, automatically as soon as they're on the roof and he's like, who am I fighting then? <laughs> and you see the goggles and you're like, right. I know who you're fighting right now. <laughs> and like, it's like, come on, just say it. But, you know, I think they did a really great job, too, of continuing from where they left off with Black Widow and where like the whole overall arching story of black widow because if you remember in black widow they uh you know she this is the point of time i believe i believe right after civil war right and then she goes into hiding you know and it's it's kind of like the story of what happened up until infinity war stuff like that right um, i thought it was a, a really great way that they introduce Elena in this because if you notice like Clint says oh they hired a Black Widow assassin mm -hmm. he has no idea that that's Natasha's sister but then you look back to the the movies and you're like well wait when would she have told him that <laughs> right about right. the family it's like yeah no he has no clue who she is so I thought they really did a great job with continuity there overall um I mean they always do but I, I thought it was really well done and I like how they introduced her 
I loved how they introduced her. Yeah. Like I like I don't want to dwell on it because we could spend that entire episode. Just yeah, no, I, I got scene. you. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, and I just love I love the styles. Like you know, you got Echo, who's very sort of uh, I don't know how to describe it, but she's scrappy like, kind of. Yeah, but she's like really forceful, right? That's yes, sort of, that's yeah, sort of her is. style. She's very forceful, and then you got Yelena, who's very tactical. And yeah. it was just beautiful to see those two styles. And then you got, you know, Kate and 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 Clint who are like, you know, more stylized and and it was just it was just a beautiful fight. So yeah, it was just one of those things that I liked seeing different styles clashing. I like that they make Kate not over the top in terms like, of like it seems like sometimes she's scrambling. You right. know, it's like okay, she's still she's still needs teaching you know right. <laughs> i like that they do that with her but at the same time she can hold her own so right. I, I love that they do that with her yeah they got a they got a pretty decent balance of her as a hero right not so much her as a character i i don't feel right like she kind of makes some weird decisions and i mean i don't mean weird like no one else would do that but like sort of like it, it, it fits her character because she's a rich kid but at the yeah. same time it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. like like just because you're rich doesn't mean you're dumb and you know what i'm saying it's like she makes a lot of weird i i would say very not smart decisions <laughs> like like you know like listen you're you're with a guy who's who's been an avenger now for almost what 20 years you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or, or like at least an assassin for at least 20 years. He knows this, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. The idea that you know more, you know better, you know what I'm saying? You're just gonna walk off and do your own thing. I'm like, that's ah, really, really irresponsible. And 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 it's really maybe they could have done it better because I think it was more of her trying to impress Hawkeye than it was her like thinking I know more. But the way it was written, it, it came off really arrogant, like almost too arrogant to the point where it was like, yeah, you should really slow your roll on that one. Like, <laughs> but that's just me. Other than that, I thought everything about her character was great uh, this episode. But that was just one thing that sat with me wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, and I think that but also shows like she has a lot to grow as a character. Like she, you know. She, I think she's weighing over her head, and I think that's what they were trying to show. But yeah, I think it could have been written a little better too. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. But like I said, other than other than that, every yeah. other thing about her her character, particularly in this episode, I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the return of the Larpers. <laughs> that was, I I loved it to be honest. <laughs> I love that was so naturally funny. I. I, I love that she's like you know wow you guys are like really, really? into this <laughs> <laughs> that mean, was great I mean so great and like honestly I thought this would be something that I would just hate like it would just be so cheesy so on the nose so over the top I'd be like oh my god why is this here and literally even after I watched the second episode I was like I don't know i actually kind of like those guys <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then, they, then they bring them back in this one and i'm like 
these this is great <laughs> like i'm like i'll just i'm like i love it because it's like if you see them in that larping habitat you think these are those craziest weirdest people i've ever single seen in my life but then like just a second to step out of that life and they're like oh yeah no i'm a cop and yeah i'm a firefighter and like you know what i'm saying they're right on their duties i'm like whoa like that to me i just thought that was hilarious and then the idea <laughs> of people doing live action role play in a world where we actually have superheroes is so true right <laughs> right like like because how badly would you want to be a superhero knowing that they exist so i just think right. that I, I love that 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 that's there yeah no that that the larp the larpers are great i really <laughs> like them i think they're hilarious as, as a kind of like part of the story and, you know, uh, just I'm, I'm not going to spend too long on this, but just real quick, you know, Marvel originally was going to put in the original Hawkeye costume in that scene with the LARPers where he's wearing this stupid getup. And I really <laughs> wish they would have kept that because that would have been great to see like the the cheesy classic costume. I wish they would have done that. But oh, oh well. man, that would have been that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah. like, like sort of like how they did with WandaVision where they put her comic yep. costume in for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just I love everything with the LARPers and like I I love how they hinted at, you know, uh Kate and Clint getting new outfits, which are the ones that we see in the posters, the with the purple and black. I'm so excited for those. <laughs> like yeah. I truly can't wait to see those. Uh, so yeah, like this episode, man, it just had great humor. Like the where the humor stuck the landing pretty much the whole way through um speaking of which let's go back to the beginning i know we're jumping around here a little bit but we pick up right when you know jack's got the sword pointed at at uh hawkeye and then you know then they realize oh you know what i'm saying you're your arrow guy or whatever he called him uh, he called him archer <laughs> <laughs> It was hilarious, right? But then they get that uh, scene where they're all sitting at the table. I mean, again, just great humor. Like, all the way yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, no, I, I really like that scene when, when they're talking because it really shows, like, Clint is, like, kind of holding on to Kate because he has to, not because, like, he really wants to. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just shows he's, like, it's like, like she's a little puppy dog following around. And it's, like... It's funny because as the audience were watching this and we're like, okay, why does she deserve to be Hawkeye? And even him, he's like, I don't know why she's here. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, we're not partners. We don't work together. Right. I don't know what she's talking about. I, I'm not associated with her. <laughs> I thought I thought that whole whole thing was great. I, I loved it. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, throughout the whole thing, he's like, he's basically like, this is my job for the next few days. And it sucks, you know. What I'm yeah. Like, like <laughs> it's yeah. the worst assignment ever, and and you know, but he's like, that's what it is, and you know, yeah. we'll, when it's over, it's over, we'll be done. But like, as of right now, it's like I just need this thing to be over with. She's really getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel them, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's it's funny because I think everyone who sees her just kind of randomly start following him and like be, you're like why is she here and even he's like i don't know why oh. i have no idea <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, so i really i really like that as a dynamic with them uh, <sighs> and i actually i want to go ahead and, and talk about what comes after that because it's 
it's kind of a weird scene, but it's a scene I think that people are expecting is when it goes to the mother on the phone. Mm. Yeah. And but that's it. Right. And you know, Nathan and Nick last week they talked about they said, you know, we really think like there's obviously something fishy here. Mm-hmm. And then they give us a, a very, very small glimpse of hey, she has a bigger role in this than we actually thought. Oh yeah. I mean, I think from the beginning, I always suspected her of being a problem. <laughs> like, I, like, I mean, she runs she runs a security firm in a in a superhero universe, and yeah. she has no issues. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Just, you know, so like you know, we're talking about selling a penthouse one episode, and then you're living in the penthouse the next. I'm like, something happened here. You know what I'm saying? So like. Yeah. After yeah. her rich husband died, but she somehow manages to maintain it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. It's like, so there's something going on there. That phone call was ominous. Uh, I have a theory about it. Uh, I got a couple of Me theories too. after this episode. We'll get we'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting uh, scene. I also want to talk about a scene shortly after that, which was uh, Jeremy Renner interrogating uh Kazi in his car uh sorry Clint I don't know why I used his actor's name uh, right yeah, yeah. Clint ter- uh in- interrogating Kazi that was very that was surprisingly intense of a scene I, I love that he's like oh you're gonna go for the knife oh you're gonna go for the box up too late <laughs> like, like yeah yeah and like just like not only did he like you know get to everything that this guy's got but he like knew everything about him and i'm like he he threw in there a little like like are you, like he's working undercover or something like that i was like it's like oh there's there's a lot of stuff going on in here and this always concerns me with the disney plus uh shows when they make them so short like you got a lot of stuff you got to clear up in like two episodes <laughs> like, yeah. like you know what i'm saying so it's like you'll set up a lot of stuff and then you got two episodes to clear everything up and then nothing's cleared up and then you got to do it all in the last one and then there's still yeah. stuff left over i'm like so i'm like i'm just it's curious but i did love that scene because i just love the intensity of it what'd you think yeah no i really loved it <laughs> i think i think it was funny when he's like <laughs> He's like, if you're trying to flatter me, you're not. I think he calls him a doormat. Yeah. He's like, no, you're a doormat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and, yeah. uh, no, I thought I thought it was a it was a good scene overall. It was really intense. And you're like, okay, like, so obviously if they continue, something really bad is gonna happen. Um, and I kind of want to jump because I know we've been jumping around quite a lot, but <laughs> I want to go back to right after the scene where she makes the phone call. They're at the table and then they're talking about being together with the family i mean it's it's obviously predictable what's about to happen with kate we know she's gonna go see hawkeye after they say that but mm-hmm. i want to talk about i really love that scene with kate and clint um i think it's hilarious he's mm. he's using the ice alcoholic packs to like cover <laughs> himself up and he's like trying to rest and relax the moment he like laid like he's laying down all of a sudden his buzzer's going off and he's like oh and then he goes, but then the moment she comes up, I think is really heartfelt. And, you know, the fact she remembers, oh, it's movie night for him and his family. Like, this is where he would be. 
I thought that was super cool and super important to building that relationship with them. Mm. So it's not just like, why is she following him around? Like, you know, she's already been obsessed with him since she's a kid, but the fact that like now it's like, okay, like they have an actual genuine connection you can see play out in this scene. Like I, I thought it was great. And even the the little coin trick and him teaching her that and stuff like that. That entire scene is probably the reason why this is my favorite episode. Yeah. Like I love it. Like talk about bringing the heart, right? Like this, this episode in terms of story, I don't think does a lot, but in terms of bringing the heart of like the, 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 the theme and the and the uh, ideas behind this particular story and behind these characters, I think this episode does does it does that in spades and that scene in particular is perfect because it's not just she brings the movies from movie marathon night she also gives him an ugly sweater you know yeah. what I'm saying because he missed ugly sweater night you know what I'm saying um, they get pizza because I think they you know pizza was one of the uh, things one that things. his kids wanted to eat so I was like. Dude, like that's that's just great stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's just just great stuff to tie in everything that we've seen so far in the first three episodes. And, and teaching her the coin trick, I thought was sweet. That was just a cool thing to see. Yeah. Um, and then in that scene, she she discovers he's he's actually Ronan. And um and it's just in terms of like emotion, like that scene had it all. And then he has the flashbacks of what happened to his family and how he lost Natasha. It's just, it brings the heavy. Uh, like, so I yeah. enjoy that scene. So when, um, and also I think at the end, I, I want to touch on something based on what you just said. So he has these flashbacks and then at the end of the, of the show, you, there's a moment where Kate is falling down mm. and he looks down at her and I guarantee you what he's seeing is Natasha looking back. I mean, that's exactly what they were trying to show with that moment. Mm-hmm. And the fact, like, he knew she would be safe if he let her go because of the lights and things like that. But the fact that, like, he's like, I can't afford to lose another partner, another person I deeply care about now that they've built this connection. Like, I, I thought that was a super cool moment for them to mirror and to actually see play out. It's like, okay, like, he's already lost one partner like this is going to be his next one and he's he's just already starting this you know kind of journey with her and already he's like man I can't I can't just lose her already you know yeah so I thought it was really great great point great point but yeah the the callback there is is very smart and very very stylized that was there that was good stuff (laughs) like because 100% like it's it, it's kind of glossed over in Endgame that, you know what I'm saying, how devastated he would be at that loss, you know what I'm saying, because out of everyone, he was obviously the closest to Natasha. So, like, you know what I'm saying, we, we don't really, we see, you know, how it devastates him in Endgame, but, it like, I really enjoy that they decided to explore that a lot more in, in his series you know what i'm saying we get more yeah. of that because like especially for the people who were like you know we got all of this love for tony at the end of end game and none for natasha and natasha's literally the reason why they were able to win uh 
I love that they're revisiting that and giving her her proper, you know, remembrance through this uh, through this series. So, yeah. And I got to imagine, man, like sitting with all of that on your conscience, you know, losing your family, going on a rampage, losing your best friend. It's hard to then, you know, look at someone in there who's like got you as their whole world and see yourself in that same light so like yeah that's just gotta be it was just impressive i thought that that parallel between that final scene with him uh letting her go yeah i absolutely agree yeah all right uh, we got a couple other scenes i wanted to talk about okay uh, <laughs> like uh this was a pretty good episode like i said <laughs> like there's a lot to like here um I just want to touch on this just because I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> like, okay. The scene where uh, Kate's mom and, and Jack are talking with, with, uh, with Kate and, you know, and it's very light. It's like a very sweet moment, you know what I'm saying? And they're all having a good time. And he says like some of the worst <laughs> Like, like, oh, lines, yeah. he like blends yeah. two lines. Makes the heart grow old. <laughs> so terrible. It's like, life is short. You never know what you're going to get. I was like, what is that? <laughs> oh, man. Like, it was great. It like really, really sort of opened up that character who, for the first honest to God three episodes, was like irritating to watch. Like, like genuinely irritating to watch because he was so sleazy <laughs> like it was ridiculous but right this this episode really showed a different side to that character and thank god because he was really starting to get on my nerves and i was so happy that we got to see another side of him yeah all right any other thoughts on any other scenes sir yeah actually one last thought now that you brought that up uh <laughs> hawkeye takes the ronin blade and yes. then when him and Kate are talking for a brief moment, it's like he goes completely dark. Mm. I'm nothing but a weapon. Mm. I'm just aimed by the right people. I mean. That's a cold line. <laughs> I mean, like, geez, man. Like, <laughs> That's you know, they're sitting there watching Christmas movies and then telling all these stories, having drinks, and then all all of a sudden i'm a weapon you know it's just like yeah. okay man you yeah all right but i mean also uh somebody pointed this out to me like um you, you remember when we first see hawkeyes like the first avengers movie right yeah and loki takes over his mind and does use him as a weapon and, yeah you know saying against a lot of the people who he sided with for so long it's one of those things where it's like so Dang, I didn't even think about that. So I'm like, you got that on top of everything else that happens after that. Yeah, man. Like, dude, you just don't feel like a hero. <laughs> like, despite I'm just wondering what, you know, because he takes the blade, right? And supposedly the suit, remember, he got the suit back. Right. So it, it's like, but the way he was talking almost seems like we're, I, I, I don't want to give too much to the idea that this could happen, but it almost seems like maybe he's going to return as Ronan for a brief second, or maybe they end the series like that. Cause 
he got really dark in that in that scene mm-hmm. you know what i mean so, yeah i don't know but then again he still has a kids and family now like they're all back so who knows but right yeah i just wanted to touch on that really quick well i want to touch on one other thing and then we'll we'll get into some theories because this leads into my one of my theories um, okay how great is clint's wife <laughs> like, oh yeah seriously. Like, like i mean how great like just completely understanding it can like is very smart apparently can help out you know what i'm saying and, and find clues she, speak, she spoke russian yeah like she spoke a different language to hide from the kids i'm like these dudes are is she an assassin is she a spy like i'm like because she's amazing like so i'm like i don't know i i it, i just thought yeah like, yeah i gotta bring that up because she she just really stood out to me this this entire series as someone who's very capable which i was not expecting <laughs> yeah no i mean the fact like she's speaking russian is like what <laughs> you know but i also wonder what part she plays because she talks about the rolex right and she's like did you make sure it's like do we know if it's it's like wait why does she care that mm. you know what i mean like because before this a rolex wasn't a thing and all of a sudden she's like bringing it up yeah so i'm like what what did she have to be involved with any of this right right okay so let's get into some theories because uh you just made me think of this okay (laughs) i'm gonna shoot one of you because i feel like you know a little bit more about the comics than i do is it possible his wife is a former shield agent so unfortunately i'm not too familiar with hawkeye as a a Mm. character within the comics i wish i had like more to say but i i think i think they've mentioned this before in the mcu i honestly can't remember there's so many things that really gets kind of glazed over after how many movies and shows you know so (laughs) I mean, if if they said she's a shield agent, I mean, I, I'm a super fan. But if there's anyone who is a stronger super fan than me out there, and, and you're like, wow, I can't believe you forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, I I you know, I really do think I believe I want to say that's how they met, okay. right? Because of this, I think it's the safe house scene when they finally figure out he has a safe house, and then like. But then he said he kept it secret from everything. So maybe she's not involved in that at all. Okay. So, I, I you know. I don't know. Because actually, like, it's funny to me. I don't think they ever go into how they uh-huh. met. Like, at all. Like, as a couple. Like, you know what I'm saying? We get, we get that they're together, that they're married, that they have kids. But they've never really dove into how did this happen? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm curious if we get some of that and I don't know how that Rolex ties into it, but uh, it definitely seems like there's some tie in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and why does echo have all of his family, like names and ages written down, like, unless she's figured it out, has she figured out that he was Ronan and maybe she's going after his family. Could that be the case? I think so. I mean, why else would she have it written down? Like, mm. 
why else would she write down i mean who knows you know or is it tied to the rolex and not necessarily ronin because it was next to the rolex Mm -hmm. oh i don't know so there's so many there's so many different theories on what it could be but um also i want to touch on the fact like i mean i'm I, I want to say right now, <laughs> I 100% believe Kingpin's going to show up at, at some point. All right. <laughs> I 100% believe that. And I think Nick and Nathan talked about this last week about how the last episode comes out the, you know, the week after Spider-Man No Way Home. To be yeah. honest with you, I think that what we're going to see potentially is a huge reveal next episode because who says the huge reveal has to be in episode six right right i mean marvel's done that before where the huge reveal is not not the end but the the one before the end like in uh wandavision right wandavision the biggest reveal was in the in the second to last episode you know with with all of that i mean so i think there's there's a really good potential that we could get some no way home, you know, canon prior to the final episode. I 100% agree with you. I uh, I think I think it is Kingpin, or uh, this would be an awful swerve. So, like, let's say one of two things is happening, right? Either it turns out it the big boss isn't Kingpin, but it is. Kate's father, right? Because we never saw Kate's father actually pass, right? So mm. that that's a possibility, and we get that uh, in the next episode, and then we get Kingpin, the Kingpin reveal in the final episode. That's possible, or we get the Kingpin Kingpin reveal early, and it is Kingpin and sweet, and then, <laughs> and we go from there. I think I think both are entirely possible. Honest to God, I want Kingpin, but I want Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. <laughs> like, yeah. like that, that is the only way I'll accept it. Like, it has to be Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. If you've seen Daredevil, yeah. listen. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio's amazing as Kingpin. I think, I think that's what we get. I, I hope, I pray that's what we get in the next episode is, is Kingpin, uh, Vincent, I'll say Kingpin as Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio uh, as Kingpin. Uh, that is that's how I, great of a character he is. Exactly. That's the only person who can play. <laughs> like King, he, Kingpin is, is, is him. Like, yes. there's no other option. There's no other. He's perfect. I mean, absolutely perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I 100% agree with that. And I... You know, Echo is getting her own show. Right. So, I mean, I in in the com- I did read up a little bit. So, in the comics, Echo is the adopted daughter of Kingpin. Mm-hmm. So, when they're saying uncle in the show, like just because it's the adopted, I mean, she could be the adopted daughter after her father's passing. Mm. So, you know, but yeah, I uh, I'm excited. I I really hope we get a Kingpin reveal. Charlie Cox is confirmed to come back as Daredevil. I mean, yes, 
Kevin Feige just at the time of this episode, Kevin Feige released that what yesterday, the day before. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's the, where there's great possibility of a kingpin reveal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I I mean that would be that's the hope, that's the dream. <laughs> like let's let's hope and pray that that's the case. Uh, one other thing I wanted to ask you, and now that you mentioned that, you know, we know that Echo's getting her own spinoff, so. Many of the theories that uh, I'm seeing or, or questions that I'm having, I feel like they'll probably get answered or further explored at least in Echo. So that brings yeah. me that brings me to this question: Does Hawkeye survive? <laughs> That's a great question, and. <laughs> I, I don't know what uh, Jeremy Renner's contract is. But once again, you know, we thought Tom Hiddleston was going to, mm-hmm. that was it. You know, right. we thought Loki was it. So I don't know necessarily what his contract is with Marvel. I don't know any of those details. Um, I don't really keep up with it that much. So, um, however, I think it's a possibility for either one, he continues coaching Kate and maybe. Maybe, you know, because remember Disney Plus Day, Marvel didn't have a huge slate, right? Mm -hmm. Marvel had a very, very small slate. So I'm going to guess based on what you're asking me that maybe he does die. And what we see is Kate fighting Echo in Echo's show. Mm -hmm. And we see Echo's side of the story. Now, the other possibility is after this, they're going to do a reveal that there's a season two like they did with Loki. But right. I don't know because they've claimed this is a mini series with six episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think it could really go either way, whether he's going to die or not right now. I, I Honestly, I couldn't tell you. But then it leaves the question because Kate in the comics becomes Hawkeye. She becomes right. an ex-Hawkeye. So it leaves the question of, well, if he's dead, then who trains her? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or maybe he becomes Ronan. I don't know. I mean, there are so many. Or maybe his wife is just as skilled as he is because apparently she knows Russian and knows how to search <laughs> databases and maybe right. she's Hawkeye. You know, I don't know. I don't but... know. I think it's a, I think we're at the perfect crossroads right now in terms of the episodes. Like, there's just enough left to answer a, little, a few questions. But, like, the possibilities, I mean, they could be anything from, from this point. So it's like, are we going to get Kingpin? What's going on with his wife? Uh, you know, is he even going to make it home for Christmas? Uh, like, I I know that this show is set around Christmas time, and usually Christmas movies have a very happy ending. So, like, that leads me to believe he'll make it. But I'm like, I'm really scared that they're just going to subvert all expectations and be like, no, this is a bad Christmas. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, it's a really bad Christmas and, and your dad's gone. Like, I'm like, that would be awful. Like, <laughs> that would be awful, but I would love the show for that. Like, <laughs> just to some I mean, I, you know, I think it's a possibility because Marvel, especially with Eternals, like they, they've kind of switched up some things on characters. Eternals, you have characters die right mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. i don't know if they can be recreated or whatever because of the machine or whatever they go through but i you know i think there's a possibility he could die i really do and we've had him long enough i mean he could 
you know, you, you never know. That would be devastating. <laughs> oh my god, I would hate to lose. I, I, I would hate, I would hate for the end scene to be it's it's Christmas morning and they're calling him and all you see is Hawkeye like like spread oh, out like this. That would be awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the phone is just ringing and it ends with just the phone. Like I, that would be that would be the worst. <laughs> that, would, that would be the absolute worst. Phoenix like, is like Zach. Please never write this. Right, like, like I would not be surprised. If, <laughs> If that was a draft of the show and they was like no are you kidding me <laughs> oh that'd be terrible and you know that episode comes out right before christmas too <laughs> like any family who watches that is going to be so depressed like they're like why why <laughs> merry christmas everyone merry christmas Marvel's gotten sick of all the happiness around Christmas. They had, they had to change it up on people. <laughs> Let's kill one of your beloved characters off. It's perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, that'd be awful. It'd be hilarious. I swear to God, it'd be hilarious. It'd be the worst thing ever, but it'd be so funny. <laughs> oh, man. We celebrate Christmas in remembrance of Hawkeye. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's man. great <laughs> all right so i do have one complaint right one major complaint okay about about this show actually since episode two this is my main complaint um we have not gotten more of rogers the musical <laughs> okay <laughs> there's not nearly enough you're here rogers for it like honest to god like why why have we not gone back to see this brilliant well, Phoenix, you know, I think we can go back right now before we before we after we give out our socials. What do you say? I mean, you know it was in the first episode. You, I heard it. You know, I know it can be you, in this one. You know what I say, right? I can do this all day. Okay. <laughs> I need more, bro. I need more. I've been listening to that song constantly ever since. Honestly, I, if they release some canon as like a <laughs> as like a merchandise thing, and it's like a copy of Rogers you can purchase, oh I'd buy God. it. I'd listen. I'd one hundred percent. Or if they or if they did a, a you know a small play like they do like at Phillips Arena or State Farm Arena or wherever you know your local arenas are at where you're at you know i could see them totally doing a tour literally just out of from this show and i would love it because it's meant to be cheesy it's meant to be <laughs> not serious i would pay to go see it oh like the, what's crazy to me is how how like well done the, the lyrics are though for that song like the lyrics oh yeah are 100 serious <laughs> like like there's some jokes in there. I love yeah. I I loved when Ant Man. I still love when Ant Man is there, and they're like, except he wasn't there. <laughs> like they zoom into Ant Man. <laughs> that's what. That's another thing. I'm like, I would love to see the rest of the show, just to be like, how did y'all work Ant Man <laughs> into the rest of this story? <laughs> he was not here. Like. <laughs> That would just, that would just be great. I'm sorry, that would be great. But yes, that's my only complaint about Hawkeye. Four episodes in, we need. I would love for the season. opening scene. One last thing, I would love for the opening scene of Ant Man Quantum Mania <laughs> to be him watching the show and being like, "I wasn't there." <laughs> 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 I 
god. That that would that would just that would, that would make my life. Yeah, that that would be great. I would you know, love Marvel if they did that. You know what? I I like this idea even better. Like, okay, I can forgive Hawkeye for not having Rogers the musical in every episode, as long as it's like a continuous like pop-up of every single yeah. movie afterwards <laughs> like like if Rogers or they show go, different scenes and everyone's like yes why <laughs> like why is it why like why is this happening that never happened right. what is going on here just totally like, ruined great. It. like i want this to pop up in Ant-Man. no more stanley cameos give me rogers give me the rogers the musical 100 rogers the musical cameos that is the next thing i want it I want it for the next 10 years. <laughs> it's just this, it's just this ever expanding musical stories throughout Marvel. <laughs> oh my God. It like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just brilliant. It's it's so brilliant. I don't know why. They need to do like six more. <laughs> like, honest to God. I love That's it. great. All right. So we're going to. We're gonna end on that note. Obviously, we're we're demanding more Rogers the Musical for the next two episodes and for the future of the MCU. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> Zach, where can everybody find you, sir? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z A C H S N as in Nancy E A T H, and you can find me on Letterbox at Z Sneaks. All right. And you guys can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1, that's the number one, and on Letterboxd under P.A. Cloudin. And as always, please follow the show on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at FilmCodePod. Oh, and before we get out of here, real quick, I forgot to mention, Zach, overall, where are you at on your rankings of the Hawkeye episodes? Where where does this one rank for you? I mean, I honestly feel like the ranking is the, these episodes backwards. Four, three, two, one. Same. Like, <laughs> like best, best is the most recent. Last yeah. is the absolute first. I mean, yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's four, three, two, one for me as well. It just keeps getting better. So I'm, I'm hoping the next two we're in for a ride. So yeah. Same. All right, we are gonna get up out of here, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've been Phoenix. He has been Zach. Come back next week for our Hawkeye episode five review. And the week after that for episode six, enjoy No Way Home because that's coming out very, very soon. We will see you guys next week. We are out of here. And we could do this all All day. day.